We can walk in victory over strife and contention in our homes, in our families, in our marriages, in our ministry, in our churches, in our neighborhoods, in our offices, in our business centers. We can triumph and walk in victory over strife and contention. And there are seven ways seven ways by which we can deal with the spirit of strife and contention among us. And the first of the two will we consider today is deal with strife by first giving yourself completely to the Lord and then to the people. Deal with strife by first giving yourself completely to the Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 5. And they exceeded our expectations. They gave themselves first of all, first of all to the Lord. And then by the will of God also to us. That's the New Living Translation. They gave themselves first of all to the Lord. And then by the will of God also to us. This simply means that we must seek first the interest of the kingdom in everything we do. Yes, the flesh will take over completely if we do not first give ourselves completely to the Lord. We get hurt, wounded, broken and we will surely live in contention if we keep holding on holding on to ourselves the demand of our savior is that we must deny ourselves and then follow we do not follow to deny ourselves we deny ourselves to follow and to deny ourselves is to give ourselves completely to the lord and by the will of God to the people. In that marital relationship, you must first give yourself to the Lord and then by the will of God to your spouse. For only then can you be perfected or made perfect in the love of God. Let heaven's interest be supreme in your life. Let God be the number one in every situation you find yourself dearly beloved you must first give god full and absolute control of your life ask the lord very specifically what he would have you do before doing anything ask him for his express permission before taking the next step before any form of action or reaction Make sure you seek and obtain God's permission. Before you speak, seek Him. Before you act, seek Him. Before you react to that matter, seek Him to know the reaction that will please Him. Seek to please God in every situation. We will defeat and subdue the spirit of strife and contention the moment we are 
then into a realm where we are totally consumed in the love of God. And we can say for sure that in Him we move, in Him we live, and in Him we have our being. According to Acts chapter 17, verse 28, give yourself first to the Lord and then by the will of God to the people. Give yourself first to the Lord and then by the will of God to your spouse. Give yourself first to the Lord and then by the will of God to your children to your pastors, to your colleagues, to your friends, to your business partners. Let your loyalty to God be the first and foremost thing in your life. First and foremost relationship in your life. We already read how the Holy Spirit demanded that Barnabas and Saul be separated unto the work he had appointed unto them. But in Acts chapter 15 verse 39, Barnabas and Saul allowed some personal desire and emotional affection to take over. They missed the very important instruction of giving themselves first to the Lord. Acts chapter 15 verse 39 to 41 tells us that then the contention became so sharp that they parted from one another and so Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus verse 40 but Paul chose Silas and departed being commended by the brethren to the grace of God and he went through Syria and Cilicia strengthening the churches. They allowed their personal desires. Barnabas and Saul allowed their personal desires and choices to dominate the plan and the desire of the Holy Spirit for their lives and their relationship. Wow! They missed the great work the Holy Spirit wanted them to do together. Barnabas even left without prayers from the brethren. Paul was wise enough to seek for men who commended him and Silas to the grace of God. Dearly beloved, no matter how great a work that has been allocated to you in the Spirit by the Holy Spirit, you must ensure that you give yourself first to the Lord before you can live to fulfill the great work the Lord has committed into your hands. God ordains relationship. It brings certain people together to fulfill a certain work and assignment. The Lord brings certain couples together to fulfill a definite assignment. Great marriages, specially ordained by God to do great works, can be easily destroyed by contention and strife if the couple involved do not first give themselves over to the Lord. It is completely 
yieldedness to the will of God that empowers you to live a contention-free life. My dear brethren, give yourselves to the Lord first. The secret to fulfilling heaven's agenda for your life is in giving yourself first to the Lord and then by the will of God to the people. At this point, the will of God supersedes your own will, your own emotion and the external impute of man. How do you give yourselves to the Lord? How? Someone may ask. Simply seek to know God's will for your life and trust him. Trust him for great grace to do the will of God. How do you know the will of God? Someone may ask. Wait upon him. Wait upon him. Spend time with him in fellowship. That is the secret to knowing the mind of God, the will of God, the purpose of God. Spend time with him in fellowship. The will of God concerning Barnabas and Saul was revealed at the place of waiting on God and ministering to the Lord. Acts chapter 13 verse 2, as they ministered to the Lord, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now, now, separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. You can never miss the heart of God if you spend time ministering to him. I say that one more time. You can never miss the heart of God, the mind of God, the will of God, the purpose of God if you genuinely spend time ministering to the Lord. Spending time to honor, to love, to minister to the Lord positions you to hear God very loud and clear. Very loud and clear. Although hearing God does not guarantee you doing what God has asked you to do, because to hear God, you wait on Him to minister to Him and to do the things He has spoken to you, you need to take a step of faith to obey and act upon His divine instruction without allowing any form of human, emotional, environmental sentiment or influence. Get up and personally see to it that you do all that God has spoken to you to do without compromising anything. Give yourself first to the Lord and by so doing, you will overcome every form of strife and contention by the Spirit of God. Second way to deal with strife is to simply cease from strife. And this you can do by choosing to walk in love. Cease from strife. Genesis chapter 13, verse 8 to 9. So Abraham said to Lord, Please, hear the word, please, let there be no contention between you and me or between your herdsmen and my herdsmen. After all, we are brothers. Verse 9, it's not the whole land before you. Now, separate yourself from me. If you go 
to the left. I will go to the right. If you go to the right, I will go to the left. Wow. What an example. Now, you see, insisting on your right and seeking for ways to argue things out will never resolve strife and contention. Never. Abraham provides the best model and prescription on how to handle strife and contention the godly way. What is it? If you go to the left, I will go to the right. If you go to the right, I will go to the left. In other words, to be on the same side, trying to trash it out, trying to speak my mind, trying to do it my way, will only cause more strife and contention. So Abraham gave up his right, his age influence because he was older. He could have been so angry since he was the one that was called by God. God called him and then he called Lot. He would have just allocated a place for Lot to go and say, look, Lot, you go there and I go here. But he simply chose to cease from strife by simply asking him to choose first. Sir, it is not weakness or foolishness to avoid strife and trouble. As a matter of fact, it is wisdom, deep wisdom to avoid strife and trouble. Sometimes it may seem as though you are giving your rightful place away. It may feel as though you are being cheated. But you know what? A powerful way to stop strife and contention is to allow the other to go first. Allow him to go first. Allow her to go first. Yes. Abraham said, if you go right, I will go left. If you go left, I will go right. Most of the problems we have encountered in our homes, in our marriages, in our, in our, particularly in our marriages, is because we insist on our right. In the church, in our offices, most times we insist. I will not take it. I will not do it. I want to make my point clear. I insist on my right. It's wonderful to insist on your right. But the model from Abraham seems to be an exciting model. If you go right, I will go left. It takes a lot of confidence in God. It takes a lot of boldness and understanding and assurance that no matter where I go, I am what I am by the grace of God. You only fuel the fire of contention by insisting on your right and calling for evidence and support. Abraham did not call a family meeting, nor did they constitute a committee to start digging to find who started the strife, when they did start, what date, what time, who said what, what was said, by who, by when, how was it said, which word was used, what is the dictionary meaning of the word that was used. I mean, Abraham did not waste time on any of those. He didn't say which herdsmen of Lot started the problem. No, he simply resolved never to walk in contention. It's simply determined never to walk in strife. You go right, then I go left. Or you go left, then I go right. See, you always find that those who trigger strife already have their own intention. 
They have already chosen their side. Their mind is made up. Those who trigger strife already have their own intention. They have already chosen their side. But those who broke a peace, those who enforce peace, just want to be on the Lord's side. They are not there to prove that they are right or they are wrong. They are not there to show that they are correct and you are wrong. Or you are wrong and they are correct. They are not enforcing anything. They simply walk away from all forms of stress, strife and contention. Yes. Yes. Finally, the understanding that strife is one of the seven things that God hates will encourage you greatly to walk away from contention and strife in any form in your home, in your family, in your marriage, in your ministry, in your church, in your workplace, in your office, in your business centers, and in your neighborhood. Proverbs chapter 6 Verse 16 to 19 says, There are six things which the Lord hates. Yes, seven which are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that run rapidly to evil. A false witness who utters lies and one who spreads strife among brothers. One who spreads strife among brothers. The seventh one is an abomination to the Lord. Why will you want to appreciate and do that which God hates. Once you have this understanding, you will do all you can, all you can, to deal with the spirit of strife and contention around you. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Thank you, Father, this morning. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your life. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for that which you have spoken to our heart today. Once again, my Father, I'm saying this morning, on behalf of my brothers and sisters, we give ourselves first to the Lord. You will be number one. You are number one in our lives. And you will remain our number one. We choose to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and every other thing can follow lord according to your will but we have chosen we have resolved we have determined to give ourselves first first to the will of god and to the will of god alone amen
Oh, Holy Spirit, saturate. 